Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870 on, on our Oakland Hard Jewelers talk and text line is the host of BetMGM Tonight and Odyssey Sports Betting Insider Ryan Horvat. Insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all of the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Also, be sure to listen to the BetMGM Tonight podcast for more of Ryan Horvat's analysis. Just search BetMGM wherever you get your podcast. Ryan, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. Uh, news broke uh, early uh, this afternoon that the Saints were retaining Pete Carmichael as offensive coordinator. <laughs> I want to get your thoughts on that because I, I know you, you and I known each other for a few years. You place a lot of emphasis on on coaching and the assistant coaches on a staff and, and how big of a part they play on a football team. Now, nothing beats players, but really good assistant coaches uh, make a difference. And for me to run this back again, almost the same, you're going to sort of get the same results uh, that you got a year ago. Yeah, I completely agree. I think you're going to get the same results. And I guess there's the injury excuse uh, for several players. You know, the season was just kind of like my team. It was just kind of a mess, man. It was just one thing after another. But I agree. I thought maybe we would see some change. I like a lot of these young offensive coordinators. The problem is, you know, who are you going to go out and hire? Because a lot of these young OCs, like Ben Johnson from uh, Detroit, you know, he ends up staying on with the Lions. But I think a lot of these young minds, a lot of these guys are waiting for head coaching gigs. But I agree. I thought maybe they should have went with, just somebody else, just a different philosophy, because last year it was tough to watch. You know, they'd move the ball, they'd get in the red zone, there'd be turnovers, which are hard to predict, and that's not on the coaching staff, that's obviously not on Pete, but still, I just, I thought that they should maybe do something a little bit differently, because this season, I thought that the, it was just such a letdown. And I know there weren't the highest expectations, but especially in that division, we just got done watching Tampa Bay, and man, did they lay an egg. Yeah, they clean, but they, they clean house, though. They made the playoffs. <laughs> and but beyond. They, but they clean house. Yeah. Exactly. So I, I I don't know. I never root for anybody to lose their job, but I thought maybe it was time to go with somebody different. Now, uh, Ryan, uh, looking at the games coming up, uh, uh, this is my, and, and I know you're an expert at this, why all of a sudden uh, you look the Bengals at the Bills? That's a big jump. Four and a half, what, uh, to my understanding now, five and a half uh, point spread. Is that because uh, the Bengals offensive line and, and not having those three starters? That's a great question because I said the same thing. You know, when it opened up, it was four, and I thought four sounded about right. I do think that the Bills win the game ultimately, but we're getting to five and a half. If we get to six, I'm going to play Cincinnati pretty big just because I know they're without three of their five opening week starters on that offensive line. But look at last year, the run that they make all the way to the Super Bowl, that was without any offensive line. Joe Burrow took an absolute beating in every single game, especially the Tennessee wild card game, or I, sh- I should say the divisional round game, uh, where he got sacked, what, seven, eight times? Right. I just If you go back, you watch that game last week, you guys, Right after that injury, he gets rid of the ball 2.5 seconds. So he is going to get rid of the ball quickly. I still think they're going to find success on the offensive side of the ball. My concern is 
the defensive side of the ball, especially in that secondary. If Josh Allen doesn't go full Brett Favre, the bad version of Favre, and he protects the ball in the red zone, I think the Bills win this game. But they have their own injuries as well on the defensive side of the ball. Obviously, they don't have Von Miller, but also Micah Hyde's not back yet. They're hoping maybe to get him back next week. Jordan Poyer, the other safety, he's been playing hurt. He's probably going to have offseason surgery. And then Tredavious White, he just came back from that ACL injury. He just doesn't look himself. So I just think six. If we get the six, that's way too many points to give Joe Burrow. And I'm rooting for the Bengals, so that kind of plays into it. I think the Bills win the game, but I think the Bengals keep it close. I think this could be an instant classic. Ryan, now, your yeah, thoughts. Uh, offensive line play. Man, you all beat up up front uh, for the Bengals. Uh, you know, you got three offensive linemen that are, are hurt. And, you know, man, you saw Baltimore really get after Joe. And the second mm-hmm. half of that game, he didn't make a lot of plays. Well, what, Ryan, To be it, honest with you, they were all over him. He couldn't throw the ball. Uh, I think if I'm Buffalo, I take a long look at that and say, you know what, man, <laughs> I'm getting after Joe. Uh, and, my corner's got to go one-on-one. I'm going to leave you out on the island, but I'm going after him. I want to affect him early in this game. Ryan, with that being said, too, were you surprised? Because I think they outgained him about 100 yards with the Ravens did to the Bengals and having an opportunity – and then uh, when you look at the Dolphins and the Bills, I mean, it wasn't like the, the Bills. Uh, look, they're playing the third-string quarterback at the Dolphins. Look how close that game was. And then you even look at the Ravens, who they playing at quarterback back uh, versus the Bengals. Were you surprised on how close those games actually were? I like the Ravens a lot with the points just because those teams know each other so well, and that's a really good Ravens defense. And they just had the bulletin board material. I love the Bengals, but they're cocky, and they're – you know, they were talking a lot of trash, and I knew the Ravens would compete. I like Tyler Huntley. He's just – he's not a starting NFL quarterback, you guys. And here's the problem. If the Ravens win that game, if J.K. Dobbins has two more carries probably, on the goal right. line, Tyler Huntley, he's five foot ten. What is he doing? It's not Michael Jordan in Space Jam when he's reaching for the basket. <laughs> Give the ball to your running back. J.K. Dobbins in that game, you guys, was averaging six yards per carry damn near. Why do you not give him the ball? And I agree with everything he said when he spoke out in the locker room. I don't really like throwing your teammates and coaches under the bus, but I'm with them, man. And really quick, you know, going back to Buffalo in that offensive line for Cincinnati to you guys, you know, nothing really surprised me. The only thing that surprised me was Miami almost beating Buffalo. And, man, Mike McDaniel did that kid absolutely no favors. Nobody's talking about that. Deep in your own territory on third down, call a draw and live the fight another day, especially when your defense is actually playing pretty well. Instead, he has uh, Skyler throw the ball down the field on third down. It gets picked off, pretty much game over, momentum taken over by the Bills. Really quickly, speaking of the Bills, though, you know, if you look at that offensive line for Cincinnati, I think everybody's overhyping that. Obviously, I mean, we worry about the health of Joe Burrow and you need an offensive line to win a Super Bowl. But Buffalo, we keep talking about that defense. Since Von Miller got hurt, They've had to blitz a lot more. They're getting no natural pressure, and that leaves that means they're not able to drop all those guys back in the secondary, you guys. I think Joe Burrow on those quick throws might be able to pick them apart, and I find this stat crazy. I just found this out today. On third downs since the Von Miller injury, uh, the Bills, the lowest pressure rate on third downs, only next to the Chicago Bears. So I think we're overhyping their defense with oh. these injuries. I'm a little worried about them. Now, uh, Ryan, how about uh, Pat Mahomes? I'll be waiting. Obviously, the Eagles are in this right along with the Chiefs. Uh, they haven't played yet. But I thought this was intriguing. Uh, when I look at the Chiefs, and, boy, uh, that was an unbelievable game. You look at the Jaguars and how they came back on the charges. But 
When I'm looking now at Kansas City, uh, what is it, like eight and a half, somewhere around there? But I mean, you look at the spread. But uh, Pat Mahomes has never failed uh, to reach an AFC Championship game in four years as a starter, and twice he's going to the Super Bowl. I mean, uh, so yeah. what do you think, like Jags and Chiefs, that type of game? Uh, do you think all of a sudden, uh, I don't know, it's like the, the carriage turns into a pumpkin for Trevor Lawrence or what? That's a great question because in the first half of that game, he really looked like the pumpkin. I mean, four <laughs> picks. I think I tweeted out, this is the worst game I've ever seen from a quarterback in the playoffs. But then I forgot about my own guy, Brett Favre, throwing seven picks in 2001 uh, in a playoff game. I like to try to forget about that game. It was terrible. Worst four hours of my life, you guys. I, so here's the thing. This number has to be off, right? Because how are the Chiefs, either the, either the Chiefs, either the, the Jags are the right side, and I bet the Jags. I just... They're hot right now. They're playing with house money. And the Chiefs, they've got kind of complacent the last month of the season. They almost lost to Russell Wilson and the Broncos. They couldn't cover. They almost lost to the Houston Texans, and they were running a two-quarterback system. Chiefs probably win this game, but they just haven't been covering these big numbers, you guys. So if you want to play the Chiefs maybe in a teaser leg, I took the points with the Jags because if the total's 53, how are the Jags eight and a half, nine points in some spots underdogs? That's telling me if 53 points are going to be scored in this game, that the Jags are probably going to score some and they're probably going to hang within this number. I, I just, you know, like I said, the Jags, they're playing with house money. Trevor Lawrence, really since week 11, he's the second best quarterback in the league. So I'm going to take the points with Jacksonville. Hopefully I'm right. What I really like are some props in this game. you got to go with Travis Kelsey over six and a half receptions. He's been a monster in these playoff games. And also Jacksonville, they can't cover the middle of the field. They're the no, worst they team in the National Football League. So Juju Smith-Schuster, you guys, receptions, over four and a half catches for him. Travis Kelsey, over six and a half receptions. My concern here is I think how Jacksonville stays in this game, sometimes Mahomes, especially when teams play a lot of cover two, that they, you know the cover two shell against them, he gets bored just taking what's given to him. You know, because he could do it all. And sometimes – he likes to take that deep shot down the field. Maybe the Jags force a couple turnovers. I can see them winning this game. I mean, they're plus 320. They're playing with house money. Last year I came on the show, none of us thought that Cincinnati was going to beat Kansas City at Arrowhead, and Joe Burrow did it. Maybe so, Trevor yeah. Lawrence does yeah. it. As long as he plays like he did in the second half, because if he plays like Jay Cutler. Oh, uh, that ain't going to work. No. Now, now, Ryan, uh, you're the expert, and uh, I know you probably look at this. I would think uh, you would, and you know this year in and year out. Like, uh, what is the team against the spread? And I'm looking at uh, the top four teams. Uh, Steve Geller, producer, had sent me this. The Giants were the number one team against the spread, uh, counting the playoffs also at 14-4. and four. I'm looking at the Bengals, number two, at, uh, you know, 13 and four. I'm looking at the, even the Lions. The Lions were 12 and five. They didn't make the postseason. The 49ers were 12 and six. But this is all against the spread. And the question I have for you, what is your take on the Giants Eagles, considering the Giants have been number one team in the National Football League against the spread at 14 and four? And what, what are they like? Seven and a half point underdog? Yeah, I just think that number's off. And I think if we're talking about a six-and-a-half, seven-point spread, maybe we talk about Philadelphia. I've kind of talked myself in, into the Giants here, you guys. I just think not only because they're a good story, because Brian Dayball is a football genius. That's the problem that we're seeing in Buffalo right now, right? Like Josh Allen, you know, going back to him really quickly, he's not taking what's given to him. He wants to play superhero. Dayball would get in his ear and say, hey, man, calm it down. Uh Ken Dorsey's not doing that, but Dave and neither is Joe Brady, right? And either, yeah, 
Yeah, that's why. Yeah, exactly. That's why he's gone. But I, uh, I mean, you guys, it's just like I. I just think that in this spot, I think that the Giants are live to win this game because Philadelphia. I'm worried about Jalen Hurts. I went back last night. I watched that Week 18 game. They called no quarterback design runs for Jalen Hurts, and they had to win that game. To you know, it was a must win for them to get the first round by and home field. Also, he only threw the ball 10 yards down the field four times, so I worry about his health. They don't even have him on the injury report right now. I get a kick out of that, the Eagles. And also, as good as that defense is, they take away the explosive play, but you can run the ball at times on them, and they struggle defending those short passes. That's where Daniel Jones is at his best, those passes between one to nine yards down the field. And I think Daniel Jones is going to be able to use his legs. They struggle to defend running quarterbacks. I think the Giants at least keep it within seven and a half. These teams have seen each other twice, technically only one time. The Giants showed nothing in that last matchup. And also the Giants, the Giants, they're finally healthy on the defensive side of the ball, especially on the defensive line. I think they're going to probably shock the world with how close they keep this game, maybe even pull off the upset. I like them a lot. Ryan, you're pretty close to the situation. Your thoughts on what will happen with Aaron Rodgers uh, for 2023? I mean, just the way he walked off that field. Uh, I don't make a big thing about not giving the rookie his jersey. Come on, you know, I'm not giving Jamison Williams uh, my jersey. Uh, but uh, your thoughts on that? Because, you know, he he's a different cat now, uh, to be honest. He's wired differently. Uh, your thoughts on what you think will happen with Aaron this offseason? I think what's going to happen is he's going to go back, he's going to play quarterback for the Green Bay Packers because – I think at the end of the day, that's the only team that he wants to play for. I think it's going to crush him if Tom Brady ends up going to Vegas and he's throwing to his buddy Devontae Adams. And Guys, I watched that game, and Tom Brady, I love him. He's my favorite. He's my second favorite quarterback of all time next to Rodgers. He was missing throws all over the place. It may be time for Tom Brady to go. I think well, Rodgers he looked 45. Uh, Ryan, when you say he looked, to me, he want to get hit. Yeah. It's like he you get to know, it and I understand, even though they're trying to protect the quarterbacks, at 45 it still hurts. <laughs> if they, you get hit. So uh, yeah. that's why I think uh, the first time I told Mike this, I go, Tom Brady looks 45 this game. Yeah, and that's why I laugh when people bring up the Raiders as a possible destination because oh, that offensive line is terrible. It's not he'll good. Get, <laughs> he'll get crushed. He doesn't like that. He doesn't like that interior pressure. I think ultimately, though, Rodgers is in Green Bay. I think that, you know, you got those two rookie wide receivers, Dobbs and Watson, who continue to get better as the season progressed. I think that they could go out there, they could get a veteran wide receiver. Maybe the defense bounces back. We had such high expectations. I think he's back in Green Bay. I think what they should do is they should call Baltimore. They should say, you guys franchise tag Lamar Jackson. We'll do a sign-and-trade. Rodgers could go play with the top-ten defense for only the second time in his career. Last time he played with the top-ten defense, they won the Super Bowl. Get him a couple weapons, and the Packers could have Lamar Jackson. And they could even throw in Jordan Love because I don't know how that ends in Baltimore with Lamar, you guys. And I think Rodgers, I think he would be his best if he went elsewhere because at 39, He's not Aaron Rodgers at 25 where he could carry a team with, well, you know, Randall Cobb and James Jones, the 12 wins. He's still a good quarterback. He needs to do what Brady did, though. Go to somewhere well, like Tampa it, Bay. It, it, Listen, yeah. sometimes change is good. Well, and, and, and Ryan, Ryan, you think that's bluffing uh, to me when he's always thrown out there, oh, I, I could retire and all that. Listen, you got a lot of money, but to give up $50 million? You ain't making that somewhere uh, else. I mean, come, come on. on. You, you could suck it up for that extra season for $50 million. Oh, absolutely, guys. And he, he, he wants – it's crazy because 
this either I, I always joke either uh, you die the hero or you live long enough to become Brett Favre right. because growing up this this was Favre every year <laughs> yeah. and Rogers always said he always said he would uh, never do that. never no, do he it and yet he's ever. doing it Ryan the exact same way it's like pack of Kool-Aid yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ryan real quick uh, your, your thoughts on Cowboys 49ers oh yeah favorite bet of the weekend you guys are going to call me crazy I never buy into the 49ers as a Packer fan, I never buy into Mike McCarthy. The Cowboys are going to win this game outright. To be safe, I'm taking the four points, the three and a half points. Look at this. All right, so Dak Prescott, I don't think that that was a fluke, what he did against Tampa Bay. And I know Tampa Bay's been beat up all year in the secondary. But Dak, San Francisco, you can't throw the ball in the middle of the field. They're taking away the tight end. They're taking away those running back throws. What you can do is you could burn them in the slot. Their slot corners are giving up almost 10 yards per reception to the slot position, and that's where CeeDee Lamb lines up on 70% of his snaps. I think that will maybe open up Tony Pollard, Ezekiel Elliott. They, they, they can defend the run, but they struggle at times to defend the power run. So maybe Zeke jumps off the milk carton and shows up in this game. Dallas's defense, if we get Dallas's defense from the first 10 weeks of the season and what we saw against Tampa and Mike is out there, harassing Brock Purdy in his first, let's be honest, this is a big step up in class from Seattle secondary. I think Dallas is live. I know everybody's already penciling the Niners into the Super Bowl. I love Kyle Shanahan. Dan Quinn, also, it seems like a big mismatch. They've met twice since they broke up, 2019. Uh, Dan Quinn actually got the better of Kyle Shanahan. They won that game. He shut down the run. Playoffs last year, I know San Francisco wins that game, but who knows? Maybe a better play call if Dak doesn't run a quarterback right, right. with no yeah. timeouts. They win that game. And, guys, they shut down the run in that game again. So if they could just you know hold McCaffrey under 80 yards rushing, I think Dallas wins this game. Well, Ryan, I hate to say this uh, <laughs> because, uh, you know, to me, I mean, I, mean, I hate the get cowgirls. It. We better get the doctors I, I, I mean, ready I, if no, that happens, Ryan. No, but Ryan. I'm telling you, to me, now I don't know if Dallas, now, they can't shoot themselves in the foot. Now, if they minus two in the turnover margin, yeah, that that could be the difference. But if yep. they play a clean game, though, Mike, I, I think uh, Ryan's right on with Dallas. Thank you, Ryan. I appreciate it, bud. Thanks so much, guys. Enjoy the games this weekend. All righty. That was Ryan Horvat, host of BetMGM Tonight and Odyssey Sports Betting Insider. Insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go Mike. check out all of the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. If not now, if you're a Dallas fan, then win. Look, you playing Mr. Irrelevant, and you playing Dak Prescott, who's a $38 million quarterback. And then you look at Jalen Hurts. Oh, my shoulder, my shoulder. And then uh, they say, oh, we familiar with the Giants and all. Mike, uh, Dallas is not going to have a better opportunity to get to the Super Bowl than they have right now this season. Okay, Cowboy fans, y'all just heard that from Bear. He yes. is setting and, y'all up. No, I'm, and, and, I'm telling and, you, and, and Mike, he's setting y'all up. But, but you know I don't want to say this. You know I don't want to say that. I but I'm, I'm telling you, I'm, I would not be like, uh, put it this way, I could sleep at night if that would occur, Dallas going to the Super Bowl, because you know what happens? They're going to choke in the Super Bowl. Uh, Jerry's all of a sudden, uh, they're going to have to get the paddles, get the paddles, and then Keep them alive. We'll be because, back Mike, they're with not going to beat the AFC team in the Super Bowl. <laughs> right here on the Big 870. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.